ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of Listen to These Nerds. Tonight we are going to be playing Heroes of Pacific City. Uh, with me today, we will be starting on my right. Hello everyone, I am Nerd One, also known as Yvette, also known as Darian in this game. That that clears things up, thank you Yvette. Last time I got confused, mm. I forgot who <laughs> <laughs> I'm Megan! <laughs> I'm playing the harpy, also known as Azalea. <laughs> this is a thing now, huh? <laughs> you can make of it what you will. Okay. I'm John, I'm playing Epimethea. I'm Chris, I'm going to be playing Kari, also known as Miss Magic. And I'm Harry, and I will both be your DM for this evening, and also playing Jean, also known as Satian. And also, can we have a little moment of silence? I need to ask him about the question that I didn't <gasps> at the beginning. Ooh. So just... Okay. So, when we last left off our intrepid adventurers, or in this case, heroes, um, you guys had met with the mysterious Luther, be thou the antithesis of the sinful, for he has damned them Satan. And <laughs> That's a mouthful. You know, and you have sure. more or less come to a rather uneasy truce to help him uh, try and discover what exactly the Hierophant is up to. Uh, in doing so, you will basically be leading Satan into the trap that you most assuredly think the Hierophant is planted for him. But he has asked you to give him a day for preparations, probably to armor himself. So, it is the day afterward. It is basically the morning of the day after you met Luther. And that is when Darian got the call from Detective Iverson about the status that had of the robot case. To refresh everyone's memory, um... Nat was being transferred from a facility that Yates owned, that Claude Yates owned, to a warehouse that was owned by a company that was obviously a front. And as far as the police can be concerned, the actual, owned, well, the only person related to it has strong ties to the Moroni crime syndicate. They didn't find anything there, unfortunately. Marino. Marino, damn it, I always get that wrong. <laughs> the Marino crime syndicate. Uh, but then it was hijacked by the Axe Gang, who the police haven't yet managed to figure out who exactly hired them. So, Darian, it is early-ish in the morning when you got this call. Do you let everyone know about what you have been told? Um, I'll kind of, like, poke my head out of my room to presumably, let's say, Nat is sleeping on our couch. Mm -hmm. And I will be like... Does he sleep? He does, Huh. Lining upon the couch. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Hmm. And Matt. he like without like it looks like he's waking up, but he just kind of like sits up immediately. Yes. So we saved you from being a mafia pawn. Oh. Um. Mafia. Oh, thank you. <laughs> no problem, buddy. <laughs> Searching entry database for mafia. Oh shit. No. Oh. Oh. And then uh, she's just gonna go. Back to <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yes. So, um, it is relatively early in the morning. Um, Azalea, what are you doing today, considering what happened last time in the session? Last time being, I fucked right off. Yes. Um, well, I took care of my business, um, and since it's early in the morning, I am asleep. Oh. I consist, she just consistently does not wake up till like noon or 1 p.m. Got it. She does work quite late hours. Alright. So, um, Cassandra, what are you doing basically today? Um, well, she has a, uh, she has a small project. The project is called Make Sure Curry Doesn't Get Stabbed Through the Chest Again. <laughs> uh, so she's gonna call Curry. Yeah. Alright. Hello? Hi, Curry. This is, uh, Cassandra. I was wondering if you could, uh, come. By my place, uh, I have some clothes you might want. Oh, thank you. Uh, sure, sure. I'll be, I'll be right over. Does Kari understand the subtleties that are going on? Uh, okay. Um, all right. So. Oh mine. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll be right over. And so, yeah, she puts the phone down, just kind of gives up. Ah. Oh. Then, he yeah, heads on over. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, it's the only place that that Curry knows is the Epimethea hideout. The hideout. Okay, so I don't knock. The door just opens up. Yeah. Well, you, you press the uh, the button on the smartphone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I I called it like the Tartarus app or something. Yeah. Something like that. All right, and she heads inside. Yeah. So you go through the long winding cave, and uh, yeah, Cassandra's uh, sitting on a workbench, 
with like a needle and thread, like sewing something together. Ooh, what you working on? Pulper vest. Oh, um, that's okay. Yeah, that that that's cool. So, uh, thank thank you. I figured you didn't want to get stabbed in the chest again. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's appreciated. Uh, uh-huh. Um, right, so yeah, I'm gonna sort of take a peek over your shoulder to see what you're working on and. Huh. Yeah, I. Sorry, it's not the prettiest thing that I kind of had to do it. I will take not getting stabbed in the chest over pretty. Uh huh. Yeah, so it's it basically like it. it's kind of like. Uh, it's basically a Kevlar vest. Yeah. Like it, it's really like a simple, mundane Kevlar vest. Oh. Oh, man. You know, when I first came to this place, I thought, you know, how weird it was that people didn't use magic and stuff like that. But after seeing stuff like this, I figure it's pretty easy to get along without it. Mm. Yeah, well, we've finished you all right. I, I honestly don't know anything about magic other than what you've told us. Seriously? So, wow. I Look, I, I know, like, this, to mm. motions to, like... The science wing. Science. Yes, basically all the stuff she's built. Yeah. But, like, from what I understand, magic is unpredictable and hard to control. Bingo. So, I'll, I'll stick to my nice, safe, predictable science. Sounds good. And I'll stick to my unpredictable, chaotic, and random magic. Right. Well, uh, put on the shield. <laughs> so, I did have a couple questions about the Hierophant. Name it. I'm just trying to figure out what I should be bringing with me mm. to fight him. So, um, I'm, I've just, I don't know what, like you, you know best, like what, what, what do you think he's capable of? Because, like, if he does that thing where he molds out of physical yeah, objects, that's uh, that's a doozy. Um, well, all I have really to go on are the ghost stories that people would tell us about the Hierophant and all the legends and stuff. But if he had control over all eight domains. He could theoretically do almost anything. Like, that's the thing about magic. It's, uh, r- random and chaotic, but it's really, really powerful. So, uh, right. but given that we're dealing with him in a weakened form, yeah, like, I imagine, yeah, uh, there's not much to go on. I'm sorry. Alright, so I'm, I'm just thinking, like, do I want to, you know, keep in my distance? Because mm. I, let me put it this way, if he can, like, do that thing where he warps matter, I don't want to be near him in right. the giant suit made of metal while he's doing that. Well, usually a lot of uh, wizards and stuff tend to use magic at a distance. It's up-close combat that a lot of wizards aren't very good at, so if anything, close combat should be what you're going for, but we kind of already have that covered with, you know, Gene and Brandon, and the Harpy. Right, right. Okay. Um, you know, I'll just stick with something simple. I'll use the hammer, and I'll use the lightning bolts. When in doubt, go with what works. So at this point, you, everybody in the, the everybody with one of the uh, smartphones gets a text message uh, from Brandon, actually. Okay. Basically reads something along the lines of, something has come up. I can't really not let this opportunity go. Um, I'm going to be away for this, for the Hierophant. I'm sorry, but uh, this is something that I have to do. Yeah, we know it's coming from Brandon and not Mr. Medium because it's not Yeah, all no muscle ones. emojis at all over Yeah. So then it's start coherent and don't require lots of explanation for it. Yes. Right. Okay, well, uh, scratch that, make that down to Gene and the Harpy then. Uh, well, yeah, just go with, with what you feel is best, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I've got the ranged stuff covered. Yeah, I, I kind of I should have thought of something to deal with, like, animate inanimate, like robot mm. stuff. Like my 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 heavy hitters are kind of flesh based. Right. It was mostly for giant monsters. I thought I'd find a lot of giant monsters. Ah, oh, that sounds cool. Inside Kari's head, she's disappointed that she hasn't yet fought a giant monster. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, this Kari, you get a text message from Jean. It's basically like, "Hey, where are you at, Miss uh, Post Training Crunch?" Oh, sorry, Jean. Happy. Uh, Epimethea wanted to see me for tactics discussion about Hierophant. GG, see you at the place. See you either at home or at meeting spot, whichever comes first. 
I'm heading home in just a minute. I'll be seeing you soon. S- smiley face. Am I doing this right? Uh, yeah. Uh, by the way, if we're if you're using the phone ah. to not leave a trail, you should say my actual name. Not mm. yeah. Okay, I delete Epimethean. Go to Cassandra. All right, so um, Cassandra, I'm guessing making the bulletproof vest is probably going to take most of your day, or do you have um, science magic that can? Uh, I mean, it, it's not like a, like she kind of built stuff pretty like quickly. Mm, like okay. it's a mundane item. So, oh, okay, yeah. Like to future tech, it's it's easy enough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I don't think I ever actually mentioned how the, how it actually worked, but the armory is actually a fabricator. And that's why she can only have one weapon out at a time. Ah, because the other weapons get de- deconstructed into the new weapon. Yeah, you gotta recycle that unobtainium. <laughs> yeah, no, actually, that's literally This shit's really good. I can't really build anything more, though. Yeah. Okay, so. Look, there's right. only enough vibranium for one shield. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, that pretty much takes uh, fairly much. Uh, Kari, is there anything that you're doing other than the uh, thing? Nope. Um, yeah, Kari's gonna head back to the house and just hang out with Jean until for the rest of the day. Alright, so Jean is, like, obviously trying different things with his spirit ability to see, like, what works and what doesn't. You see him, he's got, like, a computer in front of him, and he keeps having the spirit, like, shove its hand into it, and then, like, pull away, and then it blue screens, he's like, fuck! Restarts it. What are you trying to do? So, like... Hear me out. My dad's spirit ability is really capable of doing like a wide variety of things, right? Uh-huh. So I'm thinking, well, I mean, a microchip in a computer is basically like a brain. Maybe uh-huh. it'll work. I mean, something must be happening. Do you I mean, know much about computers? Gene kind of like looks at you and like shrugs. Then how do you know which is the right thing to remove? I'm working on it. Okay, well, it's But not- yeah, like... And anyways, I've been trying to just think of other things that I can do since, I don't know, like, my dad keeps going on about how, like, you know, a spirit of this size should have, like, a really impressive power. I don't know, I'm just not seeing at the moment, so I'm trying to think outside the box. Well, that's good. Keep thinking outside the box. Try a whole bunch of different things. You'll get there. The spirit's hand dives into the computer again, pulls it out, it blue screens. Damn it! Maybe something less complicated than a computer? Like what? I don't know. Um, can, what else can you use it on? Well, so far I know it works on people. Mm. Um, Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but other than that, uh, I don't know. It's kind of up in the air. Okay, well, why not simple machines or something like that? Like, what, watch? Yes, try a watch. The hand goes in, and then Gene kind of, like, falls over. Gene? <laughs> and... Tell my spirit to turn it off. Okay, so she kind of just smacks the side of your face. Spirit, turn it off! <sighs> and, like, you immediately see, like, Jean's body suddenly, like, relax. It's like, oh, I, I tried to get the watch to stop, but I think it went too far and touched me. Oh. Wow. Put the watch on the table <laughs> first. Right! <laughs> <laughs> All right, but yes, um, shenanigans ensue with that. It doesn't, unfortunately, get any Hilarious shenanigans. You okay. You're putting the watch directly on your forehead. Gene <laughs> <and then you're laughs> <laughs> 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 kills himself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But at this point, it's sort of in the, getting into the late afternoon, so the other half of the party wakes up. <laughs> I... I will text everybody the information from the police. Mm. All right, so you guys know what Detective Iverson told, including the bit about, hey, if, like, enough prisoners complain that you guys beat them up when you were transporting them, the defenders might investigate, and then any goodwill we have, like, doesn't matter. Mm. Yeah, no, yeah, it's like... I don't know if I'd remember that. <laughs> Oh, you don't, don't send that part? I don't know if I would. Well, that was like an entire separate conversation, so I'd imagine oh, maybe okay. Darian picked up on some of it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he didn't remember, maybe she, sorry, she didn't remember the specifics, but she certainly remembered just, you know, oh, stop. Oh yeah, we might get in trouble from these other guys. Dot, dot, dot. Then anyone who's familiar with Pacific City knows the Defenders is kind of like a a locally government-sanctioned superhero team, basically. Mm Mm-hmm. We're not the only superheroes in this setting. Uh Whoa! Oh, yeah, I text back. 
Okay, my business done. I miss much? No. Yeah, going to fight the wizard man with the wizard hunter person. Sure. I, t- I take a photo of my unzipped hockey bag. <laughs> Post that shit to the gram. <laughs> yeah. With lots of balls. Yeah, you see, you obviously, like, you've been on the streets and not, like, you know enough about the streets to know that, like, those are very obviously Molotov cocktails. Oh, oh, right, right. Yeah. Well, the rag right. stuff on the top. I was yeah. gonna say, Molotov cocktails are pretty, yeah, pretty obvious. Some of them don't have the rag, some of them are just balls. Yeah, that guy seemed pretty evil. Mm. All right. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> The one I met. I didn't meet the other one. Oh, okay. Mm. The other one seemed pretty evil. <laughs> yeah, they're both kind of dicks in their own right. Mm. Can we just let them dick it out, or what? Uh, well, one of the dicks might be pursuing infinite cosmic power, and the other one might have information that could help me or us. Okay. <laughs> How do we fight Concrete Man? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Gene sends a text, punch him? Question mark. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Okay, bro, that's your job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kari. Uh, Luther might have a plan in case he doesn't just throw everything we got at him and see what works. Sounds really well thought out all around. Hmm. Thank you. Smiley face. <laughs> <laughs> Kari doesn't understand sarcasm over text messages. I don't think Kari would understand sarcasm in person. <laughs> True. <laughs> all right. But if there is nothing else that you guys want to do in the meantime, uh, basically the hour basically approaches, and so um, and at some point, Azalea, you are told we're meeting Satan. Uh, we're meeting Satan. Somebody accidentally uses his last name uh, at oh, the church. Oh, that's his last name. I thought it was just like his second name. No, no. <laughs> oh. The bit in the middle is his like middle name, and then it's Satan. Oh, okay. But yeah, no, like it's like oh, we're meeting Satan at, by this church at like uh, times like this time basically. Mm-hmm. Can Satan go in churches? Oh, uh, well, you noticed it's spelled differently than actual Satan. How is it spelled again? S e y t o n. Yeah, sounds the same. Spelled differently. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like I think, so. and Gene sends a text message back. It's like I think so. I mean, we met him in a church. Mm. Wild. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, so, um, so the hour approaches. Any last-minute things that you guys want to wrap up before you do this? I'm actually gonna swap one bolt for a bow because it has penetration. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to uh, leave out a lot of cat food, and then I'm gonna ask for Leo. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he can't feed himself. He can't chew sometimes. Uh, then I'm gonna ask Nat if he wants to come with us. Um, I'm not sure. I don't remember being trained in combat abilities. I don't know how much I could help. Uh, you know, you could always call the police. You're your favorite. <laughs> I'm responsible. Uh, no, no, no. I'm responsible, <laughs> punk, damn it. We, we don't want them involved. Fuck the man, but in bed by ten. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's my life. Uh, <laughs> okay. I mean, I... I guess I could provide some sort of reconnaissance. Uh, don't worry about it. You know, you just, you do you. Oh, okay. If, if you need anything, feel free to give me a call. And he holds up the, like, severely restricted cell phone that Epimethia gave him. Cool. I mean, it's restricted in that the, it doesn't link up with, like, the, the, rest- ra- the main network. Yeah. Yeah. Um, By the way, if you, if you notice, after, like, a couple minutes... Um, all the cell phone messages will edit out superhero stuff from conversation. Ooh! Oh. It's just, wow, I don't remember us talking about what we're gonna get for groceries. <laughs> the edits are not, like, well done, they're just blank. <laughs> yeah, you just really that that's just everything going through the conversation and redacting yeah. things. Oh shit, this is some classified shit, man. Yeah, well, he doesn't want yeah. anybody to, like... Yeah, I will say, um, like, you've probably been monitoring the other phone, basically, since you have obvious uh, capability. Um, it doesn't look like, like, Nat has been trying to, like, break open its capabilities or anything like that. Like, it seems to be just been stable. Okay, yeah, well, she isn't actually actively monitoring, because that's an endpoint. Uh, ah, yes. 
she all she does, has access to is the GPS to track it. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, beyond that, you basically like it's more or less just stayed at Darian's house. Occasionally, it's like um, it's gone on like walks around the neighborhood and stuff like that. But like, yeah, it doesn't seem to be doing anything weird. Yeah. Mm. yeah the, the thing is to be separate from the network, so it can't get hacked. Oh, can't be connected to the network. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. air gapped. Yeah. So it's just like literally in, like intercepting the GPS signal. Yeah. But yeah, no, he seems to not be doing anything unusual. All right. Okay, um, before she goes, she's going to say, oh yeah, watch out for the mafia. He gives, like, a thumbs up. <laughs> okay. Mm. <laughs> he doesn't double snap finger gun? He hasn't learned that? <laughs> he hasn't learned, he hasn't versed the advanced techniques yet. He must start somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, uh, you guys go to meet, uh, Luther at the, uh... Yes. Mr. Satan to you, hey. <laughs> Mr. Satan was my father's name. Oh, that's <laughs> Yes, so you go meet Satan, and he's basically wearing the same sort of um, get-up that he was wearing the last time. So wide, black-brimmed hat, black cloak. Um, though you can pretty obviously see as you get closer that, like, now he's armed. Like, he has a scabbard that's coming out, and underneath, just, like, the very bottom of the cloak, you can clearly see what looks like the barrel of a long gun. Hmm. <laughs> So he sort of like looks, so you guys all sort of meet by the church and he sort of looks over you. You're missing one. Where is he? He said he had business to take care of. We're not sure what's going on. Hmm. Well, I suppose we, well, I suppose we cannot wait any longer. Yeah. <clears throat> well then, where exactly is he planning to perform this ambush? He said that he'd be doing it inside the parking garage. Well then, lead the way. All right. Hang on a sec. Uh, you seem to know more about this guy than say... The rest of us. Uh, what do you think would be the most effective way of, like, you know, killing ah. a king? Yeah. <clears throat> the Hierophant has a corporeal form. It is capable of being struck by physical blows. Magic, when used by competent users, is also effective. Burn. Mm. He might not have been talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, okay. As such, unrelenting force is the best option. Hopefully we can catch him off guard, though. He is crafty and a manner of paranoid. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's not human. Mm, in a sense. I've not really managed to get a good look at his physical form. His servants bleed as much as any man, though it is not blood they shed. Huh. Well, I guess there's no time like the present. Servants huh? We have say. a plan if he possesses the weak of mind. These. And he opens up his cloak, and now you see that there's, like, he's basically holding what looks to be, like, an AR-15 sort of variant. And along, basically, the left side of his body, you see 12, they kind of look like daggers, almost. And he basically, like, pulls one of them out, and they're, like, they're very plain-looking. But he sort of hands them around so that, like, so he sort of, like, shows them all to you. I have a protection in the faith, in my faith in the Lord. And this he pulls a wooden cross out of his thumb. In the event that one of you is possessed, these will stutter the effects long enough for you to fight back. And do we hold them, or you will need to be persuasive with their alignment? And he sort of, and as he does this, he like slides it back in very jerkily, as if to imply what you'd have to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, Wait, we just stab ourselves. Can we, like, swap? What if, uh, you give me one of yours, and I'll give you one of mine? Does, like, <laughs> do you just have the hockey bag with you? No, Darren's with me. Oh, mine. you're nine, yeah. He pulls out a switchblade. Eh, eh, eh. Well, I suppose I've trusted you enough. And he hands each of you one <laughs> of the knives. Ooh, Thank you. I, I look oh, around. Kari. Yeah, actually, both Kari and Azalea. So you notice that as you're holding this in your hand, like, you know that feeling when you touch really cold metal and you can kind of feel, like, the heat sapping out of you? Yeah. It's kind of like that, but it never sort of goes away. And it kind of feels a bit heavier in your hands than usual. Mm-hmm. Is this enchanted? Anti-magical defenses. Huh. I don't have pockets. Ooh, she I'll take it. She's like. got two now. Yeah. Yeah. She just starts, like, <laughs> like go around a corner and, like, the two omens, she'll, she'll take the put the dagger inside the, the armor where she can actually stab herself with it. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, okay, so we're supposed I to... I turn to Darian, I put my hand on shoulder. I give you permission to stab me. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so we're supposed to stab ourselves if we become possessed, or can we use these to stab him? Uh, breaking... 
And this, like, he actually kind of, like, thinks about this for a second, as if he hasn't really considered the option. Theoretically, if you can break concentration, it might be able to do so. Though, it is more effective on the host than the, uh, possessor. Mm, Alright. <clears throat> the blades in your possession should provide a modicum amount of resistance, though it is not a crutch that can be leaned upon heavily. Right. And, uh, do you think he's gonna have, like, little pals? Like, what if he, uh, you mentioned his servants? Yes, his homunculi. His homunculi, uh, like, what's that? Then at this, he sort of, like, looks at you as <laughs> if, like, oh, how dare you not know what Latin is. <laughs> they are men. Like the Jewish thing. Those are golems. That's the same thing. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, both the magic users immediately <laughs> correct you. They are, uh, I guess an easiest way to describe them would be, like, clock. Okay, like Facimiles. little robots. Or big robots. Are they big? Mm. And he sort of like thinks back and he sort of like gives you, like, they're about, they go up to about Satan's shoulders. So they're about, you know, like average height. Yeah, yeah. Uh, does he have a lot of them? I don't know. This is, the, he travels with a retinue to help with his experiments. I've never managed to get a good idea of how much there are. There could be as many as 20, as many as two. Shit. Going in blind on that. <gasps> it's terrible. You can see why now <laughs> I've in hell for your assistance. Yeah, well, between the six of us, we should be able to do something. Let us hope. Alright. Just gonna loop this up. <laughs> Darren's gets on one of the knives. At this, like, you can very clearly see Satan is, like, sneering at you contemptuously, but he doesn't say anything. <laughs> it's not blasphemy, right? <laughs> she says after she already did. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'd prefer them intact by the end of this. Okay, don't stab me with that. Yeah, okay, yeah. that <laughs> one she doesn't. I'll, I'll remember. <laughs> don't worry, you're unpossessed. Oh, should I knock you out? Okay, <laughs> uh, all right. So while you're having this conversation, you've managed to make your way over to the parking garage, and um, as he gets there. Um, Satan basically, um, you know, like, says a quick prayer to the Lord, and then he basically is like, all right. All right, wait, wait. I'm supposed to have you prisoner and stuff. Or, so, how are we gonna... Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um... Yeah, so Evamethian's just gonna, like, use the gauntlets of, uh... Arachne? Of Arachne to just basically, like, like... Tie him up. Tie him up. But, yeah, in a way that's hmm. easy for him to break free if he wants to. Yeah. Ah, this will do nicely. All right. So, uh, let's head in then. All right. So, um, who's carrying Satan? Since I'm assuming he's kind of bound at this point. Uh, who is? <laughs> May I? <laughs> she holds out her giant talons. I'll do it with my hands, not my feet. Mm, fine. All right. Do you want bridal style or over the shoulder? <laughs> Just get Sack of potato style. <laughs> Yeah, I put him over the shoulder because he didn't pick. Mm. All right. So you walk into the parking garage, and this time, as you do, however, it's weird. Like, you enter into it, and then all of a sudden, the sort of, like, din of the city just stops. And you sort of realize, like, as you start moving through the, like, images that, like, the, the background, like, the stuff that you can see outside the parking garage has, like, faded away. And you're now basically in what looks to be just the parking garage in a space. Okay. So is that Spanish space? Uh, <laughs> a pair of marimbos fly by. Hello? Mr. Hierophant? At this, the, the ground swirls again, and the the same homunculi that you now know uh, rises up to greet you. Ah, hello. Hi. Um... Ah. We were able to, uh, yeah, get who you needed. And at this line, and, like, Satan basically has been pretend, like, more or less struggling this entire time. He's right here! Smack, smack. <laughs> that was his booty. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Excellent. If you will allow me. And at this, the homunculi reaches forward, and as it does, its hand kind of, like, almost like a liquid being smeared across glass, like, stretches across, grabbing Satan, and then almost recoiling backwards until it manages to bring it back. Yes, you have done nicely. It puts it on the ground, and there's a swirling of um, almost like fabric that sort of comes up and wraps around him, almost like a mummy. 
But let us not take too little precaution. That wraps around him in a second layer. Oh no. Before pulling him down into the concrete. Oh shit, when were we gonna actually <laughs> bring the trap? <laughs> well, we have it from the guy you know, mm. Okay. So... So it's like, no, it's just level oh. two. It's like, oh shit, we killed the one guy we can trust on this. <laughs> yes. So, uh... I suppose now I do invite something of an explanation. Please, step into my second. And at this, the ground beside it sort of, like, morphs away, revealing a rather large staircase that sort of descends down. We have How downstairs. large? Large enough that you can fit through it. Okay. We have downstairs, and it's just a room with a casting couch. Damn it! Oh! oh. Nice. I knew it! <laughs> so, um, yeah, we... I'm gonna go through the portal, but very cautiously. All right, well... It's weird going through this. Like, you've been teleported before, and basically, like, this one feels like it's almost hollow. Like, you're doing it, and, like, you feel like there should be some magical energy that you recognize, but it's like there's nothing. Mm. And it's not really a portal, it's more just, uh, like, literally a staircase going down. Alright, so, yeah, I'm just gonna, yeah, I'm just gonna get glance back and make sure everyone's there. One more thing. Do you take sugar with your tea? I look back at everyone else. I prefer stevia. Mm, I'm sorry, I'm afraid I'm not familiar with that. Do you have any lemon? Unfortunately, no. I don't have enough sunlight to grow down there. Uh, sure. Excellent. And with this, the homunculi basically, like, leads you guys down the steps. And you sort of enter into, um, like, as you come down, you start to see, like, a room. And as you get in, you basically start to see what is effectively his inner sanctum. Looking around, it's a very large room, almost like um, 30 meters by 30 meters. Like, it's fairly big. Huh. Um, it's big enough uh, that Epimethea, you can fit into the room without having to stoop at all. And sort of looking around, you sort of see what looks to be this mad mashup of mad science and occult. Like, you see things distilling energies through various distillation things with runes that have been etched on the glass... You see what looks to be like uh, clearly like an altar set up with like candles, but with like large stacks of paper all over the place. And at the very end of the room, you see basically um, a bunch of the homunculi who seem to be running various sort of what look to be experiments on various glowing energies. You recognize the colors pretty much immediately as benefiting the eight domains of magic. Everybody else, you just see them kind of poking at like flashing lights. A rainbow. And stuff. Yes. Ooh, I go to one of the altars trying. I didn't get any blood! <laughs> they all sort of like that. The homunculi give you, like, no purchase. They just continue working on their experiments. I mean, not, not you guys. They, they don't, like, they don't even, rec- like, uh, respond. They're no, I just... know. Because they don't have blood. <laughs> but at the very end, and the reason why you suddenly see it, you see what looks to be sort of a homunculi, but it's much, like, taller and wider. It has these large, almost like armor-like paladrons that flow down into these long, elegant-looking, like almost hands, and this sort of like giant, almost like a helmet, basically, which flows down into these long, thick legs, basically. Ooh, spicy. Yes. <laughs> uh, Powerful thighs. <laughs> the legs are what do it for you, huh? The boy. <laughs> and uh, it basically turns around, and you notice that it, like it has no face. It's just almost like this animate suit of armor. Oh. And it's like, ah, pleasure to finally meet you. Ah. Forgive me, this form is probably unbecoming. And with that, he sort of passes one of his hands across, and this, like, white aura falls over him to sort of create, like, uh, a... Fa- boy. Well, basically like a humanoid face, and it replaces the more imposing-looking pauldrons with these sort of, like, flowing, almost priestly-like robes. Ah. Yeah, yeah, uh- Sh- sure. <laughs> At this, you hear a kettle boiling. Ah, good. He reaches over, grabs the kettle, pours out um, one, two, three, four, four glasses of tea, and then proceeds to like serve each one of you to them. And then thing one says, "Please, please." <clears throat> I what cast detect. I cast detect magic on it. <laughs> the tea is not magic. Okay, it's just good. straight up tea. All right. The flavor is Earl Grey. Ugh, the heartbeat you gotta have lemon by with the it, handle man. because it's too small for a giant glass, so she just holds like the whole <laughs> uh, please allow me and with a flick of his hand it sort of morphs the smallish handle of the cup into a much larger one that your claws can more easily grasp 
Just the handles, real big. <laughs> I'm still small. <laughs> it's functional. <laughs> so, um, I guess a few explanations are in order. Yes, I'm sorry for the duplicity, but you must realize that Satan is a most crafty foe, and he is one that I have met on several occasions. I had to take all possible precautions against him. Right. So, what are you hoping to do with him, exactly? Well, him I have no concern with. Just that he is out of the way, I can more concentrate on why I've been trying to find you, Miss Edelspout. I'm not a... The confluences... <laughs> the confluences that you have been having are unique. You have experienced things in the domain of joy and amazement, but also terror. Yeah. Something that I have never seen. Uh, magician be capable of doing. You must understand, my condition means that I cannot fully harness the power of magic. Not that experience true love. <laughs> means that while I have untold magical insight, using it is rather limited. Yeah. But you are a unique case. I have abilities that to me are useless. But to you could be quite impressive. Right. Insights that I don't think any magician has been able to find before. Okay, I'm just nodding, but internally I'm like, oh my god, I do not like where this is he going. He wants to wear me as a skin. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna buffalo bill me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm just yeah, nodding and just sipping my tea. Mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm. Now, I, I understand that this is would be a cooperative effort between us, and as such, I wish to do you no undue stress in the matter. Uh -huh. So please, if you have any questions about my insights, feel free. Well, um, empathy. <laughs> so, you want to use my abilities to do what exactly? You want to use your abilities. I seek to improve magic, to find a greater understanding for that. Why? But the greater good. <laughs> How else are we magicians able to expand our abilities if we do not probe deeper into the understandings of magic? Um, you understand that the eight domains are only simply one way of doing it, and while it is a powerful method, other methodologies can be found. Yeah, there are all kinds of wizards all over the world. The yeah, the eight domains of emotions are just one way of tapping those abilities. Yes, and yet you can access all of them. You must realize that there has never been a magician that can do this. Wait, how do you know I can access all of them? I would assume so. Terror is the antithesis of joy. No, that... Oh, uh, terror is the antithesis of anger. Grief is the antithesis of joy. Ah, well... But, I... so you were wrong. It just happened to be the <laughs> Even, well, forgive me, it has been a while since I have studied my thought of you. Ha, 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 ha. sound chilling? I just Are we chill? It sounds like you typed a laugh into Microsoft text-to-speech. <laughs> yeah, I just fake a smile and nod. <clears throat> but even so, this is a rather unusual case. Uh -huh. I would assume that there is no limitation to this ability. But, again, I would ask for your cooperation in seeing this through. Mm. So, yeah, I'm just... I glint. Out of curiosity, in the room, where is uh, Satan? Uh, he's not here at the moment. Like, he's just gone. He's in another room. Oh, god damn it. Um, so, so is gonna remote trigger the disintegration on the webs. Okay. Well, it's a thing that she built into them for, you know, so the police don't have to, like... Yeah, do that. Okay. So at this, all of a sudden, like, it seems the Hierophant's about to launch into a point, and all of a sudden he stops, and, like, the, the face that he has, it's almost like static on a television screen, where it kind of goes, like, wavy for a bit, and then it sort of, like, comes back. Ah, forgive me. It seems Satan has not quite yet given up the fight. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. As I said, he is a tenacious Mm-hmm. Admirable, if it weren't so foolishly aimed. Well, why don't we go find him together so we can all take care of him? And then there's a pause. No, that should be quite alright. And you see him, like, constrict his hand. Uh, what, what, what you doing? Simply tightening the restraints that I placed on him. It seems he was able to free himself from your compatriots. 
Is that so? I just look back at Amethia. <laughs> Who'd have thunk? Yeah. I think it was much. Amethia yes. shows no emotion. Yeah, she doesn't. <laughs> I didn't like know that Amethia could do that. So yeah. Nobody does. That's what makes it so good. Alright, um, look. I... Mm, you're not gonna hurt him, are you? Oh. Well, I didn't. And I kind of... You see, there is a certain matter that must be done. And at this, um, basically the staircase that you guys came up through again sort of like opens up. And you hear like the sounds of a struggle as a couple homunculi, a couple of uh, homunculi, drag Satan basically into the chamber. And it's fairly obvious that like he's not like hard, but it's certainly obvious that they've like worked him over. Okay, so what are you trying to do exactly? Well, as I said, I would love nothing more than to have us cooperate together. However, this requires a sense of trust and loyalty. And at this, he holds out his hand, and a long, white sort of sliver comes out of his hand that he then twists to form into a sword. At which point, he passes the sword to you. Alright. I ask that if you would wish to continue this exploration of magic, that we deal with the common enemy. Uh, mm. Ooh, sacrifice! Um, yeah, Kari's just like, she's got a giant sword in her hand. You find that the sword is actually quite light for its size. Like, you can pretty easily wield it around. Okay. Uh, hmm. Uh, so yeah, Kari... We get to use the altar now? That won't be necessary. I simply ask Kari to perform an act of trust. Eliminate. Ooh, is this gonna be like that that thing, that Jesus thing, and then he said he had to kill his son? That's that's Abraham. We're thinking of Abraham. Yeah. That Jesus thing. That yep. thing. Way mm. before Jesus. And with that, he sort of like beckons with oh, a hand. Oh, actually, um... That's what Darius says out loud. Oh, okay. Uh, She's saying this. <laughs> Kari doesn't kill. Well, I'm sure that such things can be put aside for such a great enemy. After all, Satan has killed many of our kind through his perverted sense of justice. Mm. You hesitate? This is a man who would kill you where you stand simply for the crime of existence, for breaking some moral fiber that he alone is judge, jury, and executioner. <laughs> and what about you? I seek to simply restore balance. <laughs> and I seek to also end a rather violent affair. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I'm just gonna take a couple steps towards Satan, like just, I have the sword in my hand yeah. and I'm looking so visibly in your ear, through your secret earbud, <laughs> you said, uh, just tell me when I'll take a shot. I can take a shot. Okay. <laughs> I've got a shot! <laughs> <laughs> I will not that to see it's like a targeted Yeah, it's just it's like firing over it. Yeah. So, alright. I will mention as well that the like restraints that bind Satan are like they look like they're a sort of fabric almost. Mm. Mm. Darian gets ready to throw her tea at <laughs> yeah. the Iron Man. So yeah, oh, I, I look down at Satan. Is he looking up at me or? Yeah, he's sort of giving you the like. If you're going to help me, now is probably the time. Look. Yeah. So. Oh, his eyes are visible. I thought he was like on fire. No, he's he's just wrapped up basically. Yeah. Solo carbonate situation. <laughs> so I look down. You know, Hyrathen, you're right. This is all about trust. And then I turn around and I'm gonna try to stab the Hyrathen with the sword. <laughs> Ooh. I thought you were gonna try and maybe sever the bonds. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> this is cooler. Wait, <laughs> Alright, so the... Debatable. Yeah. 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 Alright, so. Epimethia was lining up the shot. Yeah, alright, so I'll give you that. So, so I'm gonna say. Draw the bow of Artemis. Alright, uh, so I'm going to say that Kari and Epimethea, you get a surprise round on the Hierophant. Okay. All so right. you're going to have to roll melee weapons. And you're going to have to roll whatever your bow is. Oh, okay. See, an expert die. See, <laughs> see, Kari went into this course of action thinking it was going to look cool. She has two dice of body and no melee weapons. <laughs> so so cool. I'm just going to borrow these if that's cool. Yep. Or, okay, thank you. The box. Yep, that's nothing. All right. 
Primo. <laughs> yeah, just like she turns around and she just swipes Swings, the air. But he's yeah. like five feet away. Yeah, no, like he like you raise up the sword to like go to chop Satan, and then you try and turn around to do so, but like even though the sword's light, it throws your sense of balance off that you just kind of like baseball bat swing it, and the hierophant like almost just definitely steps out of the way. And I like okay, that happened cooler in my mind. Uh, and then an arrow hits him. Yeah. All right, yeah. And it looks like, yeah, so like, then the arrow probably hits him. So how much damage does that do? So that's, uh, it is 10. This bow emulates the harpy's ability to cleave through armor. Ooh. Thievery. Um, uh, so 10, 3, with plus 3 damage. So it's still the harpy's ability to just... Very sharp. And yeah. what does the uh, location that you hit him at? Uh, four. So that's uh, the left arm. Yeah. So and how many was it? Two? Uh, with plus two, so four. Ooh. And that's shock and killing? Or uh, just killing? That is shock and killing. Okay. He no longer has any left arm. Yes. Okay, he just sucks. One of his homunculus is up. <laughs> yeah, so I. You are my arm now. Pretty <laughs> much. I said to die to ten. I was yeah. hoping to take him out. <laughs> Just one shot. Yeah. Right. I... So you hit him in the arm, and like it basically yeah, obliterates like, the thing. Yeah, it's like the targeted reticles aimed at the head, and it's the arm. I'm like, damn it! <laughs> Must recalibrate. We're both no, off. No, no, no. The thing was, is that it was totally aiming for the head, but because Kari swung and he stepped out of the way at the last second, it flew into the arm. <laughs> so yeah, you hit it, and it basically obliterates the arm. And at this, the like robes, priestly robes, and all that sort of stuff, like, basically evaporates off of him, and he's back in the armored form. And then he's, like, and he sort of just stands there as if not reacting to anything. He's like, so it has come to this, then. Very well. And at this, he sends, like, he just simply looks, and you suddenly see all the homunculi behind you grab a bunch of vials off of the counter. Uh, Kari, uh, you see them as both green and blue vials. Oh, shit. Okay. And they basically just start hucking them into the general area that you guys are in. Green and blue. Okay. Admiration and amazement. Uh, Fun. No. Oh, sorry. Light blue. Light blue. Admiration and terror, then. Fun. Yes. <laughs> so they hit the ground, and it basically creates this almost, like, swirling miasma around him that then basically shoots out in all directions. Great. So... Derry, you stumble through the days, almost uh. as if you were trying to re- almost as if you're trying to reorient yourself. Something feels wrong though. And suddenly you look down at your hands and you realize you can't your skin is soft. Oh no, it's the first fears thing! Oh, okay. <laughs> is this death? <laughs> <laughs> Magic uh, uh, Oh wow. Yeah. Spiders in my skin! <laughs> the hierophant was just a drug runner all along. I knew it. It's good shit. <laughs> you look down and see. You see that, and suddenly you come across a shard of glass, and you look into it, and you realize your Whoa. face is normal. No, her face is human. Her yeah. other face is normal. <laughs> yeah. Wow. These deep cuts. These deep cuts. You look into them, and you see your face is human. The scales have shedded from your skin. You're, you've they become a regular person. A regular person plus. Like, you know, a cool mohawk and piercings and tattoos, or just a regular person without anything. No, a regular person without anything. Woo! Woo! Ah! <laughs> I'm hideous! <laughs> Suddenly, you find yourself in front of your parents who are elated that their daughter has managed to overcome their her mutation, and yet you can't help feeling them this disappointment, as if they were hoping that maybe it could correct some of your more black sheep tendencies. <laughs> and to your friends, you are no longer a friend. You are a stranger in someone else's skin. A fake barrier, impossible. Yeah, a normie! Oof. You find yourself, for the first time in a long time, alone. Full stability. <laughs> Thanks for that. Okay, where is it? Uh, Azalea. Why? <laughs> it feels odd, almost. Like you're both there and not. As you look down and see your claws covered in blood, the warmth of it oozing through your pores, a part of you elates. You look out in terror. You see people you know, people who are frightened. You try and shout out to them to get away, to step back, to 
flee, it comes out as a deafening scream. You charge forward into them, almost maniacally, slicing them, gutting them like fish. The blood sprays across the walls. There are none left standing, and yet all you can do is sit there and watch as you destroy them. Roll stability. <laughs> Epimetheus. Do you want to wait until the end for our result? Um, yeah, please, if you would. You find yourself in front of a console. Everything's going wrong. If you could just... Uh, why isn't anything working? All of your backups have failed. All of your plans have seemingly come undone. There's nothing you can do. People from this will die. And you have failed for me. Rolls stability. Kari, you find yourself stumbling through the thick haze, almost as if you're trying to find something, but you're not sure what. When all of a sudden you smell it, the smoke in the air, and suddenly you come across familiar things. Neighbors, houses, friends, burning to the ground. You hear a scream, someone crying out for help. You attempt to find them, something flits in the shadows, and that scream is cut short violently, over and over again. You move, trying to find someone you can help, someone you can save, each time being just cut down short. And you suddenly realize those things flitting in the shadows have turned their attention to you. Roll stability. Dang. <laughs> 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 Alright guys, let's roll off. We all did. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we didn't win Harry over. Two tens. Okay. We want to go around to everybody. Yes, everybody, uh, starting with a vet, let's go around to get results. Two tens as well. Oh, two sevens. Four eights or two nines. Mm, either one will work. Mm-hmm. And another two tens. Two tens. Okay. We're so good. We're very we're, stable. We're in a good <laughs> mental place. <laughs> All right. So, um, who got tens again? Uh, is, so you two managed to realize something's wrong. There's something not right here. Through an incredible amount of mental effort, you manage to pierce through the veil of the illusion that's been brought in front of you, managing to bring yourself to bear. You find the harpy and Epimetheo paralyzed, unable to move. Satan is working his way, has managed to work his way out of his bindings, and the Hierophant stands, looks towards Kari and says, So this is the path you have chosen. Yeah. Very well. As he holds up a red and orange canister in each hand before crushing them in his hands, or his hands, since his one arm is gone. Yeah. Orangish energy courses all over his body, causing a new limb to sprout out where the old one does. His form takes on a much pointier, menacing form as it crawls over his body, transforming him. While your apprehension is understandable, I will not allow you to get in the way of progress. See, yeah, this is bad guy stuff 101. But we will have to see how this battle turns out in the next episode of Heroes of Pacific City. Thank you for listening, everybody, and we hope to see you next time as our heroes take on the dreaded Hierophant. Hey, everyone, thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listen to these nerds at gmail.com.